0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: You got to be a winner all the time. You can't fall prey to a hip-hop crime with the dope raps and dope tracks for your blocks for the... From the fly girlies to the hardest of the Rocks. Musically, the quest is on the rise. We own these excursions, so you must realize that continue with the Papa Zulu shit. And if you don't like it, get out the Zulu tip. So what can you do in the times which exist? You can't fake moves on your brothers or your sis. But if your sis is a bitch, your brother is a jerk. Leave them both alone. Continue with your work. <clears throat> hey, welcome to the Black Test Podcast. With the host, Rod Ed and- Karen. <clears throat> it is Sunday
0: yes, it is Sunday, uh, Sunday, Sunday,
1: yeah,'m still working through this uh strep v is what I decided to call it um <laughs> trying to work through this uh this
0: cold, uh, yeah, it's been making a little tired,
1: yeah, yeah, I've been fighting it though, you know, soup um juices water um. Rest, all the things you're supposed to do, gargling with salt water.
0: Yeah, it's you, you, um, coming back strong now. Yep. Every
1: single cold remedy that you people have suggested, I've tried. Yep, rub
0: onion underneath your feet.
1: Yep, the placenta of a Cambodian immigrant, I've eaten one.
0: Take garlic and put it in your eye. Mm
1: hmm. Uh, put a onion in my sock. You know, mm-hmm. I've done it all, guys. <laughs> you guys are all welcome. All right. Um, so before the show, we were warming up with some crunk music, mm-hmm. uh, a bitch, which honestly, man, I forgot how much of this shit I know or have listened to.
0: Oh yeah. Some of this <clears throat> music I heard in years, but it was my
1: shit. Yeah. And, um, did you know that, uh, the bone crusher, um, who, if anybody knows anything about bone crusher, um, I about, so that
0: name sounds familiar now. He's
1: about, uh, well, he played the song never scared. Oh, I ain't
2: Ow. never
1: scared. A the way, this is when I do. This is exactly, I remember this is the day crunk music ended for me. Yeah, because this nigga didn't even make it into the club. Duh. Okay, you didn't make it into the club. I'm outside of the club, and you think I'm a punk? Damn, nigga, can I even like get inside to like be safe? Yeah, at
0: least with the other songs, they was fighting in the club.
1: Right now, we fighting in the parking lot. Can't make it to the club. Yeah,
0: party over. Why am I? Why am I showing up?
1: I ain't never scared. scared So uh, I found out that he has a workout album. What? Yeah, I put his picture in the chat. It's uh, six tracks long, which makes sense. Um, I'm surprised it's that long. Yeah, but he, like, when the last time I saw him perform, like, he had to, like, have a cane and, like, he was, like, limping and stuff and, you know, like, it was bad. Like, he couldn't barely move. Um So, I asked the question, like, how he going to have a workout album, and he basically a fat dude that's out of shape. Right. And so, this dude was like, on Twitter, was like, oh, come on, man. That's a dick thing to say. Many fat people, myself included, are physically active. I'm fat, and I'm physically active. I still couldn't sell a fucking workout CD to Ah. anybody. That doesn't even make sense. People like, why,
0: why am i buying this you're fat like that's how people think they're going okay um it's I- like
1: if i went to the wilds like i want to be a physical trainer and i just sat down eating donuts in front of you all day you're not going to sign up that's not how marketing works no i'm not being a dick i'm telling you the fucking truth now maybe everybody else in the world's dicks but i i guarantee if you wanted to go lose some weight most of us are going to find somebody that looks like jillian michaels
0: oh hell yeah yeah
1: so damn man, PC people don't go went too far. Uh, I would laugh at you if I saw you sign up for the Bone Crusher Workout. I, I would laugh. <laughs> yeah, dog. I want to be. I want to be like Bone Crusher man. You know, got that crunk music. Might have the best music in the class, but come on, man. Come on, dog. <laughs> anyway, this is the blackout tips. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, Radio. um uh, I mean, wait. iTunes, Stitcher, and Podomatic. Um, do stuff like leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We appreciate people to do that. Um, we read those on the show every Saturday when we do our feedback show. You can also do stuff like um, go to theblackoutist.com, dot com, vote in the polls, um, comment on each episode, sign up to become a premium member at theblackouttest dot com slash premium. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, do stuff like. Email the show, the at gmail dot com. Leave us voicemails throughout the week as long as you're not crazy and it's under three minutes, seven oh four seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. Um and uh that's about it, man. Follow us on Twitter, I'm Roderick's Prime. I'm save that again, that S N D A T. And uh today's show, uh well the official weapon of the show is The Taser. On the unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. At bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions and the audio, the audio play album, The Best of Rod and Karen. If you buy a copy of their album this week, let us know and they'll send you a free copy of their comedy short film, You. Twice the entertainment for just 10 bucks. So the best way to get in contact with them on Twitter is at Shadow Dog Productions Mm -hmm. or at at Shadow Dog Prod, P-R-O-D. Um... So at Shadow Dog Pride is a good way to get in contact with them. Let them know, hey, I bought this, uh, and I want to get, um, you know, this free comedy short film. So, um, there you go, guys. The official weapon where I did that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I put it out of order in my, in my pre-show notes. No problem. Um, and of course we have a sexy sponsor. Um, let me find some, some sexy music. Um, that's not crunk music. That uh I could play for everybody. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time, only you can get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. In addition to your 50% off of just about any item, you get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus a free extra gift so sensual, I can't even tell you what it is. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So go check out adamandeve.com for this special offer today. 50% off of just about any item when you put in code TBGWT upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. That's code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Alright, all kinds of news so, Yes it is um, Since last week um, I guess I'll just start with what everybody's talking about uh, So much stuff happened with Ferguson uh, I have It's not, like
0: to, to the minute with that stuff Yeah, I haven't even kept
1: up with all of it Because it's at some point lot. It was just information uh, overload Yes it was and um i was like i gotta tap out you know what I yeah, mean? yeah i just
0: started posting booty pics
1: yeah well i didn't post booty pics i did but uh okay uh, okay i'm posting booty pics um but i had to tap out because some of the information was conflicting true some of the stuff seemed malicious you know um some of it i just didn't know what to stand on
0: yeah
1: you know uh there was a curfew issue, which uh, I understand at this point really just seems like uh, daring people to have, you know, to like, it just seems like there's going to be drama. Right. There were people that I guess there was riding, quote unquote, uh, I don't know about riding, looting again. But there were also a lot of people that stood in front of businesses that kept them from being looted. Um, so there was like a standoff with that. And I guess the police were like, you know, Hey, we got to get involved again. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, I think it's, it's tremendously brave for people to stand in front of businesses and be like, you're not going to go in our local businesses and, uh, break in here. True. Um, like they actually had pictures of the dudes that were out there. Like you're not getting in this motherfucker, bro.
0: Yeah, and I also guarantee I would say guarantee, odds are uh, a lot of those people aren't from that community. Like the people that's like tearing up shit. Most of the people that are coming there to protest peacefully, they are not the people tearing up shit. Ninety percent of the people there, I would say up to ninety five, maybe probably ninety seven percent of people there, these are not those people. They wanna come, they wanna voice their opinion, they wanna be heard. They're about that. But you have this real small percentage that's doing this shit. And this is the shit that people are paying more attention to now. And this is the shit that people are going to turn it around and say, well, see, this is why the police was supposed to go out and basically uh, harass these people.
1: Yeah, and they're saying that these guys are like young, uh, drunk teens who are just out there trying to, you know, angry and.
0: Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I understand the anger and things like that. But this is not the proper way
1: no so now there's like rumors that people from other towns or other organizations that actually do want to fight the government are like going out there and like Mm -hmm. looking to have a showdown with the government and shit like there's just so many rumors and things swirling around I don't know what to believe anymore true the things that I have seen um that just seem reprehensible to me um the, the um they brought they told about everybody the name of the officer who killed Michael Brown finally right mm-hmm. it really took forever like they were supposed to do this shit um what last sunday
0: Mm-hmm. And we didn't I, get this till Friday. Right. I think that's what makes a lot of people mad because <clears throat> normally this is not the routine. Normally when things like this happen, normally within hours, you know, maybe a day or two, the name is, like, released. Like, they purposely held on to the name, and that was making everybody upset. It was like, what the fuck? Why is this such a slow goddamn process for you to release this man's name?
1: Yeah, and, I mean, you pull out, like, um, like when you pull out the tanks and the SWAT team... Mm-hmm. He still haven't revealed the guy's name, you know. You're um, you're
0: coming for war, basically.
1: Yeah, and at this point, I don't know what is going to stop people protesting or get them out of the streets or any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if they're arrested, do maybe, but it seems like things are being handled so haphazardly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't know how it dies down. Um, yeah,
0: I, I think a lot of this is being um, the police department. Um, has done a terrible terrible job from the top to the bottom um... i think that uh... their uh, sheriff dude he was not prepared for the spotlight i don't think that he knew that this was going to be as big as it is i don't think he knew that he was going to deal with camera people and all this shit It's, It's like they were unprepared for the spotlight of the world to be on them and they handled it terribly Um, if you know that you can't speak and that's, that's, and I feel like this, this would have been in a larger city, uh, the situation, not that it would, not that it would have been held, not that it would have been handled perfectly, it would have been handled a tad bit differently because they would have had a spokesperson out there to read the paper and tell you what's going on I think some things would have been done quicker not that they wouldn't have fucked up not that you still might not have had the problems that you are having in Ferguson but I think that these little small hick towns in the middle of nowhere think that they can do whatever they want to do a lot of times because this shit has happened in the past and they thought this shit was going to blow over and they thought if they bullet these people these people would just leave what they to realize that it's not just people in the community it's people outside of the community people traveling. Traveling all across the country to come to this place, so all of a sudden you have an influx of these people, and I think the biggest reason why they did the curfew was to get the people that don't live there out of town and try to make it so inconvenient for them that they'll quit coming. But I think that the story has gotten so big that these—I think a lot of these people, if they can afford it, will come back every day. You know, that's what they, that's what they're banking on. They're banking on wearing the people out, like we can out we can wait y'all. And the thing is also. I think the police want a lot of this shit to end because you know what? Them police officers and all that shit getting paid time and a half. Like some of them probably have been working ever since this shit got started and they don't want to pay these people. They're like, okay, we're tired of paying these people. What can we do to defuse the situation so we can get all this time and a half? We're basically blowing our yearly budget in a week.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people think that they're slowing down the um, flow of information so that they get, like, Get the dudes Facebook clean. Get his, give him time to get out of town. Give him time because the guy's out of town now. to shot Michael Brown right, <clears throat> and um, kind of like he did. I don't think he got arrested or anything. They never even treated it like a criminal case at all.
0: No, they did not.
1: Um, I you know there's uh, there's pictures where they didn't even show them putting them in like an ambulance or anything because he laid out there for hours and. Was dead No, you know.
0: From what I'm understanding I was listening to uh, Straight of Low Cash And, and um, those dudes are actually live in that area mm-hmm. And they was talking about They put his body in the SUV
1: Right So this never was really treated With the seriousness of um, You know actual murder investigation Right um, So you're kind of, it's almost like the Trayvon thing All over again Where you're fighting uh, From the bottom up to mm-hmm. even get it considered to be something criminal.
0: Right. And 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 it, and I know that with the power of social media social media has forced uh police departments and cities and counties and states to pay attention to shit that they normally wouldn't pay attention to. It's like now you, you have a very very loud voice that you have to pay attention before um, you could just annoy the niggas complaining because what what was they really going to do but now we have a generation of, of, of people and especially young people that are very very tired um, and they're willing to go out and protest they're willing to hold up signs they're willing to go out there not only that people from all race, color, creeds people from all over the world it was so beautiful to go online and see the pictures from London and see the picture Pictures from Palestine, and see the pictures from all over the world. These people would not have known this if the only outlet they would have had is the uh, national news here in America. You had uh, Al Jazeera America that was given better coverage than the people here. They was actually in the groups interviewing people, trying to find out what was going on. You, you know, a lot of them tried to be sure their facts was, you know, correct at the time. Um, you have people from all over the world that the only reason why they were even informed, they knew about it, was because of the internet. It's like, um. Uh, the revolution is going to be on the internet. You know, you you can't shut people down and you can't keep people quiet. I think this is an example uh, and it's going to make a lot of police departments scared from now on from doing a lot of bullshit because they're going to Ferguson's example, like, we don't want thousands and hundreds of thousands of people bombarding our city because we fucked up we we don't want to have to deal with all these cameramans and all this stuff flooding our city and cameras in our face and us being held accountable for our police uh officers fucking up so i think that uh for the first time uh ever uh is causing people to pay attention to issues that matter to black people
1: yeah i mean that's if they really paid attention
0: that's true, too. But I would I tell you one thing? Even if they're not, woman, tell you what they are paying attention to? Them people sitting in their city. You got to pay attention to that. You you might ignore online all you want to. But you can't ignore the thousands of people just, just sitting in your city. You you can't bypass that. They're not there for no reason. They could be doing other things.
1: Well, I mean, when you roll out the takes in the fucking SWAT team, um, I don't know, man. I feel like everybody's coming up with excuses for what's going on other than just saying you know, uh kid was needlessly killed and right. a community is outraged. Like yeah. feels like there's always some other reason that they think that this shit is happening
0: yeah man. also um to me I, I i just watch and just been looking about how things were handled and i think from my perspective it really really upsets me because what was these police officers and SWAT teams when the coach got fired from penn state where, where were the police officers and SWAT teams when you know somebody's hockey team lost what were they then? what were the tanks what were them lining around the city what were they threatening you know uh uh, uh and giving a curfew where, where was these things then they were not there so you can't tell me that the color of the group does not not matter in the long run because it does because uh systematically you just assume that our anger is is not justified and our anger is a violent anger and our anger you know we don't know how to control ourselves we don't know how to act you know uh they uh doing the Penn State thing they did millions of dollars worth of property damage and I you know maybe somebody got arrested it wasn't the top story you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's an everyday breaking news with with this shit. Like, oh, we got to watch these niggas. We got to be sure these niggas don't cut a food. But what you better realize, it's people in the group other than black folks. It's all colors of people in the group but you know they just look at we got to control these niggers and i think that's why a lot of the police officers presence being there and shit like that we just like we just want to scare you we just want you to go away go back so everything can go back to normal and that's what people are tired of they tired of the fucking normal why should i live be black in america have to live with injustice why should i wake up every day and have to live with racism just because that's the way my life has to be
1: hmm Um, um, another thing they did was when they announced the officer's name, they also released footage of the convenience store where they say Mike Brown strong arm robbed, uh, the convenience store. Now strong arm robbery does not mean you actually were armed with a weapon or anything. True. Um, but there's, like I said, there's conflicting information. There's, there's footage of him paying for something at the counter. Then there's footage of a dude running on him at the door and him pushing the dude off of him. Then there's people that are saying that the footage isn't um, really him. There's people saying it is him. I don't know. There's just so much information. It's information overload at this point. Mm-hmm. Everyone has two or three stories. I don't trust a police officer's story on this because... Their stories are too fucking all over the place, right, and there's more than one of them, and it took too long for them to come up with one mm-hmm. so that like they have no they have no um benefit on the of the doubt for me Mm-mm. um so it's extremely hard to like um trust anything that that's coming out of their mouths um which you know which really uh not that i I'm prone to be like I trust anything the police say, but just on an f- official capacity, you would like to be able to be like, okay, here's what we know happened. When the police talk, I can't even be like, oh, that, so that's what happened. Yeah. I don't, like I, the videotape shouldn't have anything to do with the arrest because the guy said the police officer that arrested him didn't even know anything about the robbery at right. the store. So it's, it sounded like he just ran up on a kid for jaywalking and ended up killing the kid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like what, what was what was going on there? I don't know man and then that because they released that video it ratcheted tensions back up yes it did and so that was the day that they had a couple convenience store um, not convenience store a couple like some looting and stuff like that that night Um, uh, and the community has been you know policing themselves and then telling people hey we don't want looting this is not the way to honor Mike Brown's death and talking people down and so, in the wake of that, they they put out a curfew, you know, and and of course, you know, some people violated the curfew, um, so they they arrested those people. So this is weird, man. Um, and then there's just so much blame going around. Someone wrote an article. Jesse Bogan wrote an article um, um, yesterday said why did the michael brown shooting happen here? And it's basically just a outline of hey, this is a high crime area where this happened at.
0: Wow. Just and more the,
1: blaming blaming black people.
0: Right. And and they and they uh That there was what? No murders in Ferguson last year? Right. This is the first murder of the of their uh, that they've had this year, but it's a high crime area. Okay, get the fuck yeah. out of here.
1: What are we talking about? Right. It's like, well, there was a lot of robberies and uh, there was some serious crime reported here from 2010 to
0: 2012. Talking about murder, dog. Not the well, same.
1: Yeah, you're talking about, um, we're talking about someone. First of all, the cop didn't even know he shoplifted, but we're talking about someone who, at worst, robbed a convenience store and then got killed unrelated to it. hmm. With no weapon, running away. All the eyewitness accounts sound the fucking same.
0: Now that's one thing I can say. Cop yeah. story.
1: The cop story has changed so many times. Right. Uh, and uh, they haven't put out an official like this is what happened from the cop perspective. But I saw like a journalist saying what they what the they had inf- inside information on what his defense will be, and it was like some just unbelievable bullshit. Where like the guy got shot, ran away, and then turned around it was like. Now I'm about to fuck you up. And then got shot some more. And then got shot one time in the head and died. And the witness reports are he got shot in the back, turned around. Uh, I mean, put his hands up, laid on the ground, got shot more times in the back, and then got when he got flipped over, got shot in the head, execution style. Uh, Yeah, dog. Um, I, Where's the forensics on this? Where's the coroner's report? They actually have to do another coroner's report because – um. They can't trust the one that the police did uh, in the local city. So the feds have to do one.
0: Right, for the simple fact that you took long you took too long, you're not coming out with information, you're slow. Um and like you say, your story has changed several times. So, you know, it's just one of those things where you've caused people higher than you to come in but like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You guys are the cause of some of the the protesting that is happening because you're not being consistent on your side, yeah,
1: that' was crazy, but um, yeah, I just thought that was funny, man um so so many it's like so many people are rushing out to like act like you can trust the police on this, right, and it just shows such a disconnect from black experience to experience for other people in america because at this point there's nothing they can say that make them trustworthy in my opinion Mm -hmm. like you know these are the same people that greeted everybody with uh guns and swat team and military shit
0: throwing gas at them
1: yeah these are the same guys that did that and i'm supposed to be like oh i'm sure these guys um are telling the truth you know, I don't believe anybody uh, the officers account or any of that shit. Um a politician tweeted at the governor Jay Nixon who uh who actually brought in um the highway patrol um, to police the <coughs> sorry <coughs> to police the uh city. hmm um, she her name is uh Maria Chappelle Nadal and she tweeted, Fuck you, governor <laughs> uh at the governor who's also a Democrat on Thursday and said, I'm calling your bullshit. Her tweets came as as the protests in Ferguson, Missouri escalated after the shooting death of an unarmed black teen Michael Brown. She must think she's a normal person. At the hands of a police officer the state she didn't take the tweet down, I don't think. I think she left that shit up there.
0: She was like, I'm tired of
1: you. She left it up there. 875 retweets, 978. She didn't forget shit. She meant to leave that.
0: Right. She was like, you're going to see this, even if it's at the cost of me getting reelected.
1: If, yeah. Um, The state senator has had tear gas thrown at her during protests, uh, according to the local news reports. Her other tweets have been no less fiery. I never expected to represent a war zone, she tweeted later on Thursday one of the many tweets directed to Nixon's account. Get on your knees, Governor. Get ready. On Wednesday, someone say Governor Nixon is in Florida. His ass needs to step down. He's zero. She also dubbed the governor useless and a jackass.
0: <laughs> it was hot. Mm-hmm. That black woman anger right she was like you got people out here dealing and suffering and you're not even in the state a lot of people were angry about that a lot of people said you know he never came he never visited you know there was and a lot of people were mad because they say he's been around other jurisdictions but not in that particular area
1: yeah it's funny too because um black people that went in on Obama for not releasing statements and not saying something he released a couple statements said something but more importantly Behind the scenes, he got shit moving. You know, he got the governor involved. He got that. You know, he's he's like, I'm being updated on this shit. I'm, you know, I I don't like I got this, but then they want the statement to come out and be like, fuck these crackers
0: and right. And he can't do that. I, that's something that people need to understand. He can't do that. You on your. Twitter account, Facebook. You can do that. You're not running for office. You're not running for reelection, You don't have a constituency that you represent. He cannot do this. You know, it's so, not realistic.
1: You know, it was very weird because people just went so like, hard at him. And I was like, you can really save your time because he will talk about it. Right. Like, that was the thing that's funny is people treated me saying, I don't know why y'all wasting wasting your time. He's definitely going to talk about it. Cause, right, because he always does mm-hmm. you don't need to demand shit Mm-mm. it's not like he'll be responding to your demand there's never been a time where he doesn't talk about this kind of shit because someone he's the black president and someone's gonna ask him right they asked his ass when he was in africa about some shit here that's about michael sam mm-hmm. like they don't ask him so um the idea that all this shit would happen in ferguson and nobody would ask him to me was just crazy um two you knew he would want to talk about it because he's never avoided talking about these things um and i appreciate it you know what i mean like and i and even then when it happened i said it still won't be enough for a lot of people right you know it's just there's no statement you can release um as president that will be enough for a lot of people, because there'll always be something you didn't say, a way you didn't say it, mm-hmm. a word you didn't use, right. a word that they would have used, it'll always be something that will keep it from being you know um you know that will keep it from being enough. It's just never enough um but you know i it, and then the other thing was, of course, this is gonna lead to there having to be two sides. Mm-hmm. Got to hear both sides. Always got to be two sides. So if you do say something, then all of a sudden you got a bunch of assholes coming out talking about how the president needs to worry about such and such and not this. Or the real problem is blank and it ain't this. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What about where is he at when black on black crime is happening? Which is, you know, one of the reasons he has to give that speech uh, about. Uh, black people having to do better and all the shit all the time so that he can't be like, well, I said that too. Which is another thing we don't ever talk about. It's just right. people get mad at him and for they, even talking about um, stuff.
0: Yeah. And the th- the thing is, is um, you know, it's just funny how I think people hold... Obama to a higher standard because he's black versus you don't hold other presidents to a higher standard. You wouldn't even expect other presidents to even comment on this, Mm -hmm. you know, but you just have the expectation that he better comment on this. You know, if uh, if if another president didn't comment on this, you know, it's one of the things where we didn't expect him to, to respond because he's white. But he is also the president of the United States of America. You know, but it's funny how our expectations are very different. And I think when it comes to President Obama, you have a lot of black people that anytime anything happens to the black community, they just expect him to step in. And that is very, very unrealistic.
1: You know, another thing is um, people don't talk about whenever there's a school shooting, he talks about that. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, though. He didn't come out there and say, well, let's ban guns. Nope. It's never as powerful as you would like it to be. It's always a nuanced approach that leaves room for different results because he's still just one dude and he's not the king. And there's a lot of people fighting against his every word. Every word. So even with his nuancedness, you're still going to get a lot of people that are, you know, getting upset. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but I, you know, I appreciate him saying something and I figured he would. I, I thought demanding it was a bit strong of a word, but at the same time, I didn't expect, there was never a point where I expected him not to talk about it.
0: All right. He was going to talk about it. That's Not talking about it was not an option. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and of course, like every time he says something, somebody gets mad. Of course. Executive Director of the Fraternal Order of Police is criticizing President Obama for some of his comments Thursday. I would contend that discussing police tactics from Martha's Vineyard is not helpful to ultimately calm the situation, said Jim Pasco,
0: who's not talking from Ferguson either, right? Uh, no, it doesn't sound like it. Okay.
1: Uh, Obama is on vacation at Martha's Vineyard. Uh, Pasco told the Hill. Now, to me, I'm like, wow, the president came off his vacation to talk about this. Right. Instead, it's the president's on his vacation. The fuck he doing talking about this? Like, who the fuck are you? Right. Maybe it was that important to a lot of citizens in America. Maybe when we got um, armed weapons, uh, we have armored uh, vehicles and weapons pointed at our citizens, uh, the president talks about it. I mean, if a school shooting happened while he was on vacation, you expect him not to talk about it? Pasco told the Hill, I think, what he has to do as president and as a constitutional lawyer is remember that there's a process in the United States, and the process is being followed for good or for ill by the police and by the county and by the city and by the prosecutor's office.
0: Well, what does that have to do with him speaking on the matter?
1: Right. And um, also, when it takes become part of the process. You know what I mean? Like The, the process might be being followed, but uh, there's – there's there's a way you can turn on your TV and go this isn't right, and I think the president was able to turn on his TV and go this isn't right. Right. In um, calling for calm, Ferguson, Obama said, "When something like this happens, the local authorities, including the police, have a responsibility to be open and transparent about how they're investigating the death. That death. Now, how are we? How are they are protecting the people in the communities? There's never an excuse for violence against the police." Or for those who would use this tragedy as a cover for vandalism or looting. There's also no excuse for police to use excessive force against peaceful protests or to throw protesters in jail for lawfully exercising their First Amendment rights. Like I said, nuanced, balanced, not going to be strong enough for a lot of people. But that's, that's the line, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? <clears throat> Some people were mad that he said there's never an excuse for violence against police. Like you gonna like the president's supposed to come out and be like, Sometimes you gotta shoot a cop. You gotta do what you gotta do.
0: You can't do that. I mean he he can't say that.
1: Right, he would have got in trouble for saying that he got in trouble for just the skip gate shit. Right. For saying that the police might did something. I forget what it was, what the word was, but it was something like uh obviously this is the wrong word, but like say wrong headed or something and people were like, What? You can't ever say a cop did something wrong. What about all the other police? But yeah, this Police officer can check the president. No one's telling the police officer Jim Pasco, fraternal order of police, hey, hey, buddy, what about the procedures and things that need to be followed to dis to the president? Right? <clears throat> he can say whatever he wants to. The president needs to watch his mouth, though. Right. And here in the United States of America, police should not be bullying or arresting journalists who are just trying to do their jobs and report to the American people. On what they see on the ground, Pascoe harkened back to 2009 when Obama criticized a Massachusetts police officer for arresting Harvard, police, uh, Harvard professor Henry Louis Gates when he was uh, attempting to break into his own home. Obama said the officer acted stupidly. That's one. That's one where the president spoke precipitously about without all the facts. Pasco said, adding that the current situation is much larger and much more tragic incident. Pascal said both police and members of the public are entitled to due process, but he said he is not convinced police have used excessive force in Ferguson. I'm not there, neither is the president. That is why we have due process in the United States. This will all be sorted out over time. Well, you know who can't wait for time? People that have guns aimed at them. Right. We don't have time for your fucking due process. Sometimes, you know.
0: Right. How about you
1: turn the guns the other way? You like. You know, I'm tired of black people being the only people we call the police, and there's an expectation that the gun will be pointed at us.
0: Right? You call the police, you scared your ass mm. might get arrested. Of all of a sudden, you call them and you fit the fucking description.
1: Right. But yeah, it's one of the reasons. Like I said, no matter what he says, there's gonna be people that think what he said was too extreme. No matter what. You know?
0: Yeah, and a lot of... It's sad, but a lot of people just... Anything about race, they just don't want him to talk about it, period. Don't bring up your blackness. Don't talk about your blackness. Just be the president.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like... But he can't. It's part of who he is. But, you know, it's just people... Because a lot of people don't want to be reminded that he's black. They don't want to be reminded <coughs> that he... You know I mean? He's not a white male, you know? And I think that a lot of, A large percentage of our, our country um are are scared of black man black males and they look at him and they see uh something that they're scared of and they go well obama looked just like them folks down there they're trying to beat up and arrest Mm-hmm. You no know, that's stuff that people don't want to talk about
1: uh there's other news unbelievably so um got some good news here okay bad boys three is happening that's right Comedian actor Martin Lawrence appeared on Conan Today to promote his television series Partners and dropped a big bomb, Bad Boys 3, might finally happen.
0: After, what, 15 years?
1: Mm, I don't know, Karen. Uh, it's been a while, though. Yes, it has. The show has yet to air, so they don't know exactly what was said, but Team Coco alerted us to Lawrence. Not
0: Team Coco.
1: Yeah, that's Conan, Conan O'Brien's nickname. Alerted us that Lawrence announced a third Bad Boys film with an email featuring the subject line. Conan, Martin Lawrence announces Bad Boys 3. Uh, Martin responded, uh, yeah, Conan asked him, do you think Bad Boys 3 is going to happen? He said, I believe so. Yes, I just talked to Jerry Bruckheimer. Bruckheimer yesterday, he said it's real. They're working on the script. They're getting close and it all looks good. So I hope this is right, man. The world needs Bad Boys
0: 3. Apparently
1: so. <coughs> it's been a long time.
0: Yeah, I've seen one and two.
1: Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can get Michael Bay involved again.
0: Yeah, because if he ain't involved, I'm not watching it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, definitely need that. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Bad Boys 3, everybody. Relax. All right? It's all coming. Uh, Gene Simmons... The uh, singer for Kiss, mm-hmm. um, he said basically that um, people that kill themselves just need to toughen up, man. Just got man up, dog. All right. Uh, he said uh, people with depression. He told him, uh, "Kill yourself." mere mere days after learning. Uh, keep in mind, he was the same dude that uh, said some offensive shit like. Last, like the week before, saying he, he agreed with Donald Sterling. Mere days after telling immigrants to learn goddamn English during the HuffPost live appearance, <laughs> kids' bassist Gene Simmons is headlining yet again for uttering deeply offensive comments about drug addiction and depression during an interview with SongFacts.com.
0: Are you surprised after that first statement? No, I'm not.
1: During the interview dated dated July 31st, Simmons said he doesn't get along with anybody who's a drug addict and has a dark cloud over their heads and sees themselves as a victim. He went on to say, drug addicts and alcoholics are always the world is a harsh place. My mother was in concentration camp in Nazi Germany. I don't want to hear fuck all about the world is a harsh place. She gets up every day, smells the roses and loves life. And for a putz 20 year old kid to say, I'm depressed. I live in Seattle. Fuck you, then kill yourself. I never understand because I always call them on their bluff. I'm the guy that says jump. When there's a guy on top of a building who says, that's it. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to jump. Are you kidding? Why are you announcing it? Shut the fuck up and have some dignity and jump. You got the crowd. Um, Simmons comments have provoked a lot of fans that were mad. Right. Molly Cruz, Nikki Six went on Twitter and said some things. You know, it's funny because um, uh, I think Mike Lawrence said if it wasn't for old people with no hope um, holding on to to things, then who would be KISS fans?
0: Yeah, because a lot of people are old. Like, where are these 20-something-year-old KISS fans? Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Six said, uh, Nikki Six has a radio show. And uh, he said, I like Gene, but in this situation, I don't like Gene. I don't like Gene's words. There's a 20-year-old kid out there who's a kids fan and reads this and goes, you know what? He's right. I should kill myself.
0: (laughs) They far and few, but I'm assuming that they're out there somewhere.
1: Yeah, that's two of them. Uh, They're hipsters. It's ironic. (laughs) (laughs) For people who are depressed, there is a way out. There are many, many ways out. Don't listen to people who don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, a lot of people. Like, a lot of people, you know, have all these long ass, like, this is what depression is, uh what you need to do. And, and it's like people that never experienced it.
0: Right. And that, that's that's the part that fucking makes me upset. These people, they come out and talk about, well, you should do this, you should do that. And you ask them, you go, well, have you ever been depressed? No, 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 no. Well, then what are you talking about? And then when they talk about it, you go, you're very insensitive to somebody that's going through depression. Well, that's something you just should get over. If it was that simple, people wouldn't be fucking depressed. Like, it's it's not something... That you can just get over. It's not something that you can just shake off. It's not something you can wake up tomorrow. It's a new day. You know, for some people, it's pills. For some people, it's therapy. <coughs> you know, it's one of those things where you don't know what this person is going through. You don't know what they've experienced in life. You're just making an assumption that whatever they're going through can't be that bad to cause them to get in the, into a state of depression.
1: Well, you also just don't understand. You right. Know? Like, I don't have the chemical makeup to, you know, to even deal with this shit you know, like, it's not my issue, you know, it, it would be like me going, uh, hey, you don't have to be, uh, I don't know, black, or so, you know what I mean, because some of this stuff, you have to treat it with with drugs, you have to treat it with, like, a lot of stuff, it's not just, oh, uh, I got sad because I didn't like something, now I'm kill myself, some of the times it's a lot more, um, Depression is something that is a lot more serious than that. Right. Um,
0: and there are different stages of <clears throat> depression, too.
1: Right. So you have your hacky-ass comments about it. It's just funny. But, uh, yeah, Gene Simmons on depression. He decided to give us his uh,
0: his hot take on hot it. Hot take. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, a woman was caught filming porn in church after a viewer recognized her boobs. Oh, shit. She must
0: have shot shining in, in mass service.
1: I think I may have even talked about this video on here before. I'm very familiar with it. Um, I watched it many times. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, her Did name, somebody said that's <clears> a hymn <throat>
0: book. I think that was a hymn book. Uh,
1: I think her name is Babsy. Is what she goes by. Um, but uh, yeah, she goes up in church and puts down a camera and she pretends like to read a Bible. Then she prepares to pray. And then she starts taking stuff off And uh, she oils herself up And pulls out a vibrator and everything Like she goes full Monty She never shows her face Well, apparently this happened in Austria Uh, And uh, it was a Catholic church In Host Ching Holstching Holstching, Austria Uh, She was apprehended by the police At the one point viewer recognized the church And the second recognized her breast now, who's the guy who recognized them titties? I'm,
0: I, people watch, man. People watch. He's like, Samantha. I remember them <clears throat> titties from anywhere.
1: One of the videos in question shows the woman... Yeah, there are two videos. One of the videos in question shows the woman who performed under the name Babsy opening her top and caressing her breast while holding a Bible and a rosary without ever showing her face. A churchgoer who saw the video recognized the interior of the building, then notified a priest. And after a clip was played on the local news, a second viewer Apparently, a big fan identified Babsy's boobs and notified the authorities. Now, who is that snitch? <laughs> Somebody that goes to the church. But if you recognize her boobs and you told, that means you jacked off to the boobies before. Right. You hypocrite, telling everybody, they should reveal your name, too. <clears throat> Arrest you for jacking off to it. <laughs> Babsy, 24, was arrested for offending religious feeling and desecration of a church Confess local Catholics debated whether the church needed to be reconsecrated. The time, <laughs> oh,
0: so so pussy defiles the church,
1: apparently. The times reports, but ultimately decided not to, as the woman's sins have not been enough to drive out God. How can you tell? <clears throat> like, what's the how do they know? Is there like a test? Do you, I don't
0: know. He was there, he saw her.
1: If you melt a camera,
0: he's supposed to be everywhere. He's seen her.
1: If you melt a candle, does it like blow out if it's uh not consecrated or uh-uh. does it burn brighter if there's pussy juice around like up and up. how can you tell if it's still consecrated for any especially pious concerned attendees the local diocese issued a statement of reassurance despite the woman's unholy performance they wrote the sacraments which were celebrated in the past few weeks in the parish church are still considered valid so everybody calm down all right guys Um, it's gonna be okay but yeah man she um she pulled them titties out cause I remember I put it on twitter I was like uh, I'm not very religious but is this extremely hot to anybody else and uh people were like um it might not be that it's so hot that she's in church but maybe that her body type and I was like I don't know I think it's both um so yeah she was uh up in church getting getting Filming herself. Uh, <clears throat> another woman violated some laws going to a place she wasn't uh, supposed to go.
0: Uh-oh.
1: She went to the giraffe pen at a zoo.
0: Okay.
1: In California. Her name was Amanda Hall, 24 years old. And she got kicked in the face by a giraffe.
0: That makes sense. Because
1: <clears throat> you're not supposed to be in a giraffe pen, stupid.
0: Right. And uh, I've... A giraffe is a fucking humongous animal. It's tall, has that long ass neck. Its legs are probably taller than the average person. Yeah, you're down there fucking with it, and it was like, bitch, get for me, boop.
1: Yeah, like how many um, <clears throat> how many times have we read these articles where a stupid person gets brought to the zoo, thinking they can just like pet these animals, and they forget that animal, even the zoo animals that look like they're okay will fuck you up.
0: Right, because they're animals. They're, they're not in the cage for no reason. And even the people that are trained on these animals, the animals will fuck them up, and they're around the animals all the time. So who are you?
1: Yeah. Two-year-old, 12-foot-tall giraffe named Wally gave Hall a lick, then turned and kicked huh. her in the face. Hold on,
0: 12-foot-tall giraffe.
1: Yeah, it licked her face first, <clears throat> then it turned and kicked her in the face.
0: Right, it was like, bitch, you don't <clears> taste <throat> like my mama. Boop.
1: Mm-hmm. Giraffes are capable of killing lions said the staff at the zoo
0: she's so, an, I'm surprised she mm-hmm. didn't die
1: well she's fortunate her injuries were not life threatening I so right. I got it on video so we can laugh at it they ticketed her for harassing the zoo animals which cost $686 she says she climbed the exhibit because she loves giraffes
0: Uh, well, you could have paid that six hundred something dollars. You could have paid to have the zoo take you down there for a private tour. You know they do shit like that if you want to get that close.
1: A mm-hmm. uh, woman was arrested for smuggling three point seven pounds of cocaine into her in her fake boobs.
0: <clears throat> oh, uh, oh, so many questions.
1: Forty three year old Venezuelan woman was apprehended at Madrid International Airport with three point seven pounds of cocaine in her breast implants. How?
0: How did they get him in there? How did she get sold up? I, I'm so confused. Did they let her? Did they let her take his heel?
1: Authorities noticed her suspicious behavior during a routine screening of passengers returning from Bogota, Bogota Colombia. The drugs were discovered when she was frisked by female agents who noticed irregularities and deformities in her breast. Damn, these breasts feel kind of lumpy. uh hmm. Like sacks of sand.
0: They don't feel even. Uh,
1: Overcome with nerves and great burden of trying to smuggle $2.5 million worth of drugs in her boobs, the woman confessed and was taken to a local hospital where the implants were removed. So they do feel your titties, huh?
0: And they pat you down.
1: Smuggling cocaine and breast implants is as easy as going from B-cup to voluptuous double D. According to New York City Board uh, Certified Plastic Surgeon, Dr. Matthew Shulman, who just removed the saline from the implants and replaced it with mountains of cocaine.
0: <clears throat> oh, so she had already had breast things, So they just took out what was in there and put it up with cocaine.
1: Yeah. he's. he's I mean, he didn't do it, but he said that's what you would do.
0: Wow, why would you want to take your body through that process?
1: This method of smuggling illegal drugs is common, Shulman explains. Wow. Only because of the reluctance of security personnel to really get in there when they're searching breasts and other private parts. Right. Um, They don't make you go through the (coughs) scanners
0: where they can see the drugs?
1: I don't do they i don't well,
0: know i don't know if we can pick up the drugs because they probably
1: i mean it's breast implants can right. you tell that that's drugs and not silicone
0: right they are like oh that's just a tumor should be high she'll <laughs> die in three weeks who knows what they see no <laughs> i don't know
1: i don't think it's talking about tumors i'm saying if you have fake boobs it probably shows up as plastic bags inside the chest oh the same way that okay. cocaine would show up inside the chest so you know, I think people with fake titties probably come through there all the time and they go, okay, those titties are fake. They're in. Okay. <clears throat> not those titties are fake and those are made of cocaine and they, <laughs> they kind of can't tell what's in there.
0: I bet you they can't. Yeah, because they had to cut, cut it open to get the shit out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, will not you be afraid that shit leaks? You fuck around and get all fucked up.
1: Yeah, it's like the plot to um to Lucy almost, Um, you know. To, to, to throw that, uh, the smuggle drugs through surgical implants. Um, so, yep, cocaine titties, man. Um, <clears throat> there's a PR conglomerate called Edelman who, uh, had to apologize because they wrote a blog post adv- advising its clients uh, the best way to gain publicity after a celebrity suicide. Wow. If your organization or client has relevant experts on specific topics, is there a system in place to identify them and reach them any time of the day? Do they live? Oh, wait. Actually, let me start at the beginning. So Robin Williams died taking his own life. Mm -hmm. Um, And the public needs a chance to grieve. The best way to do that by listening intently to our international PR firm tells us how to leverage these suicides to build our brand. Uh, Edelman. Uh, put Carpe Diem sees the day as a blog post said, which is exactly what you, the client of Edelman, should be doing when a celebrity such as Robin William hangs themselves. We hate to note that Edelman is far too refined to offer up a bald, grotesque appeal to business interest. Rather, they couch it in the phrase, an opportunity to engage in a national conversation. And how can you, the Edelman client, benefit from the national conversation about the latest celebrity with mental illness to commit suicide? It is your lucky day. At Edelman, we are in the business of helping our clients create or join public conversation. We are a couple of real PR success stories that, here are a couple of real success stories that Edelman media relations expert Lisa Kovitz offers up as examples of people turning lemons, Robin Williams' suicide, into lemonade publicity for your brand. CNN also reposted a post, a piece by Etocracy, a food blog editor, Kat Kinsman, on her teenage depression experience. Local TV websites are posting resources on depression. This Forbes contributor on health topics had the, event, the added advantage of living in Marin County and having met Robin Williams, as well as being close to a suicide prevention group. Having met a dead celebrity or being affected with the same form of mental illness as a recently deceased celebrity is quite a blessing in disguise for you, the Edelman client. It's a one-way ticket to social media virility. Um You know what else is funny? Uh, on Huffington Post, it is fucking impossible. Like, I had to cut that news feed off of my post. Every other article is about Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Like people, And it's not even this. <clears throat> It's like people with any angle or relation to him are publishing articles. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, after reading that, I do see why people was mad about Ferguson versus uh, Robin Williams. Like... I don't think you should be putting on a hierarchy on social media on who can, uh, grieve. I think that's, uh, too far.
0: Right. And what they should grieve on and who they should grieve about and how long it should be. Yeah. You know, because they've actually done studies that says, like, when, like, celebrities like Warren Williams, um, die that, uh, these studies, um, these statistics people don't count. There are a lot of people that killed themselves because he killed himself. You know, but that's not considered at all. You know, when, when they talk about people bashing and, people ain't shit so people are opportunistic so people are like he died this is the way for me to make some money off of his death
1: yeah well like i said uh so many articles were about that as compared to like ferguson
0: right Cause, I, cause I, I get why care, people right. were
1: upset because the coverage was way skewed in the favor of robin williams um and you have people whose real lives are on the line currently with guns pointing at them and it's like man, people don't give a fuck, you know,
0: no, they don't <clears throat> because it's easier to talk about Robin Williams than it is to talk about these black folks,
1: Mhm, but uh, yeah, man, that it and it felt a lot like that, like people were trying to capitalize on the fact that he killed himself, so it was a ton of hey, uh, isn't this funny? uh, I also have this illness, or the look at the one Robin Williams scene that you need to see. To understand his acting talent.
0: Right. Because at the end of the day. Guess what? There's no money. And there's no money. In standing up for somebody's. goddamn rights. But it is money. In trying to make money. Off of this man's death. Which is. To me. Just is a sickening. In my mind. But you know. If you make money. You can't make money. Off of putting a black face. On a black person's face. On something. And say. Hey look at this. He's a human being. If you going all fuck that. But this over here. Click 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 click.
1: Yeah I just think. It's even simpler than that. I just think. Robin Williams in the headline is gives you more clicks, right? Period. I Drew. think it's that simple. I don't think it's even black, white. It, it's just hey, I, it's easier for me to get more clicks on Huffington Post. Yeah. Even though there's 57 articles about Robin Williams, you know, like the odds of someone clicking on your article c- compared to the other 57 about Robin Williams, probably low. But they right. it, it they write they
0: put in my thing anyway.
1: Um, but yeah, I had to like turn off the Huffington Post feed for a while and just ignore it because every other article, Robin Williams, Robin Williams, Robin mm-hmm. Williams. Um, uh, Trolls, uh, forced his, 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 uh, daughter off of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Her name's Zelda Williams. She was harassed online about her father's suicide earlier this week. She posted a beautiful letter on Tumblr to her late father, Robin Williams. Twitter trolls began spamming Zelda with cruel and unnecessary comments. Uh She pleaded with her Twitter followers to report the bullies who were apparently sending 25-year-old morbid photos. Those accounts were eventually suspended, prompting Twitter to re-examine his policies. Uh, now she left anyway, because uh, even with all this... uh changes that they want to do it doesn't stop people from creating new accounts
0: right and uh i've seen people talking about this the biggest issue that i have with this is that a lot of feminists have been hitting twitter up about this for a while like they've been saying hey uh and black people and lgbt like people have been saying hey i can't every time i post something you have 1500 comments of bitch i rape you bitch you ain't shit Bitch, I come to your house, post people addresses, post people phone numbers, post some people, person where they work on social media. You have people uh, turning around and calling, you know, you, you nigger. And it's one of the things was, hey, you can see that this person is creating the same, creating 15 different accounts from this one IP. Just suspend that particular IP address you know, so that they can't constantly create these accounts. A lot of times they're eggs, they're made-up names, you know. People can prove that they're being harassed. And I think what made people, a lot of people mad, that they was like, oh, it takes her before you go, we need to change our policy, when a lot of other people have been complaining for a very, very long time about this same issue.
1: Yeah, uh, that's basically what I was going to say. A lot of people, you know, I get harassed on Twitter every day. A lot of people do. Um, and this is one of those things where, like, I wish they could delete these trolls normal people too not just when some shit like this happens
0: right why does it have to be a celebrity before you you come and say hey we might need to change our policy these other people are being harassed too it's like their harassment don't mean as much oh you know, it's not worth your time when you would make it a more enjoyable place because people just want to put their thoughts out there and they just want to uh be themselves and express and whatever it is they do out on twitter and i understand um, you want people to have the freedom of speech but there also is a point of harassment you know where you, where if I look down your timeline and all your timeline is fuck you bitch nigga 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 fuck you at 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 at, at, at all these famous people or even all these non famous people just this constant barrage of, of negativity and hate You you might this account may need to be flagged
1: yeah I've had people that just created accounts and just The only tweet will be, you know, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'll block them, delete them. Next account, same thing. It's just an egg. They don't even have time to put up an avatar.
0: Nope. And that's why I said that, you know, if you realize that you're getting these multiple accounts from an IP address, I think you ought to have the right to suspend that IP address. Just say. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I agree. Anybody that's making an account from right here fuck you because obviously you don't know how to treat people and the people that do that. If you met these people in their real life, they would never say this bullshit.
1: Um, so, uh, anonymous made the stepmother of a cop that they falsely reported. Um, was the cop that shot Michael Brown. Mm-hmm. They made his, uh, mother, his stepmother cry. Um, cause the news went out there and interviewed her about it. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, she began to cry on the steps of her home where she said, this is not good. Um, Like I said, people, the thing to me about the Ferguson thing that's been the craziest, um, how fast people jump to, like, any information as, like, this is the new truth. Mm -hmm. Everything. Now this is true.
0: Nobody no, else, that's true. Nobody facts checks <clears> anything. <throat> nobody verifies anything. I still think it's amazing how we have the most knowledge at the tip of our, our fingertips, but sometimes people. Well, you know what
1: though? It's not. E- it's not even about not having the knowledge, though, Karen. It's really about patience. Right. Oh, that's true too. That's true too. Nobody wants to wait. We, right. Like, <clears throat> there's some things that we think we know. There's eyewitnesses accounts. There's this. But everyone is kinda using whatever the latest information to to basically support whatever they already believe. True. Um, and honestly, I just wanna like the truth to get out. I don't care what I honestly don't care what the truth looks like. I just wanna know it's the truth. You know? And uh if anything, uh I feel like people are rushing to one side or the other, with every tiny piece of information. Yeah,
0: because they want to be the first. Everybody want to be the first.
1: Yeah, and the police are the Ferguson police seem to be counting on that,
0: right? Because they're not doing their job, which would be putting out the facts. They're just being slow and putting it out when they feel like putting well, out. They put out contradiction. The,
1: they put out the video, but the video had nothing to do with his arrest. Right. So like, there's stuff like they're putting out things to manipulate people on purpose and. People are being manipulated that way. Mm-hmm. It was just fucking weird. Um, <clears throat> the U.S. Marshals caught that war machine dude that beat up the porn star Christy Mike, a no, film actress. Um, MMA, person, 32 year old fighter, uh, didn't need to be shot or killed.
0: Mm-mm.
1: So somehow he was able to get in custody. Did he resist arrest? Was he
0: charged for that? Uh,
1: i don't see anything about him resisting arrest nope but according to this neither did mike brown right so right uh but yeah uh he's in he's a he's arrested finally man so people can uh calm down they found a war machine okay not don cheeto and iron man 2
0: ah no not that war machine
1: <clears throat> actual war machine um there's a spike in gun sales due to violence in Ferguson. That's right. Black men get shot by the police and people decide to buy guns. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. To protect sense. themselves from the black people that keep getting shot by the police.
0: Right.
1: Because, right. you know, we is scary when we get upset about our rights being violated. Yeah, we,
0: we're very scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've
1: always said, and I've said it for years now, but Feels like every gun, every bullet sold in America, just comes with the promise of being able to shoot a nigga. Right. And uh, shit like this is really drives it home. Mm-hmm. Get a black, get a black president. Get, gun sales go up.
0: Right. You run out of bullets. You run out of guns. They can't keep them in stock.
1: No. Yep. So gun sales back up, guys. So right. And be and, careful.
0: And statistics and studies have shown that a lot of niggas ain't buying these guns. Most black people aren't even registered to own a gun. You do have black people that are, but the people that own guns versus the percentage of our population is low compared to the literally millions of guns for the for the uh, a lot of the, uh, white people to live here.
1: In the oh, he tried it news.
2: Not oh, he tried it. Mm-hmm. I am an advocate for healthy parenting and healthy eating. I think it's fantastic. But if I pack kale and blueberries in my girls' lunches, they're not going to eat it. I so have don't to pack, pack kale them. and blueberries. It's exactly. healthy lunches that taste No, like. but exactly. I can't pack things they're not going to eat. So we have to find a happy medium as parents. We don't need the federal government applying, projecting these standards upon us. And Some Michelle math. Obama is, is so like the duchess when she speaks She's kind of about. Annoying, she, she is, because and how by the way. Could not to just- be eating she's she's she needs to drop a few <gasps> Oh, I mean I'm so telling like, no you let's be honest not, no, listen, really? we're taking yeah. oh my goodness. From, from are we on who? a 7 second delay we're taking not? nutrition that's advice from I want nutrition oh, yeah, advice Michelle from, um, from. She needs to lose the well no, the no let's be honest like I mean there's no oh french fries goodness. happening that's yeah, all yeah. kale and carrots <laughs> I don't buy it oh my goodness
3: gracious well I'm just saying her husband I want
2: some nutrition advice from her I like her booty i will hold
3: on yeah, uh, aside, yeah. <laughs> the of the first lady aside and her presentation i have Thank no you, comments on that Thank you. um join me i will tell you that criticism. a lot of this d- it, it okay not only
1: he won a lifeline so bad <clears throat> join me join me in my criticism
0: fuck Everybody no they're like, women no. they're like um no we are women we talk to women that are women that watch this and we're going to get the fucking angry letters because you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, she's in more shape and has less body fat than he does.
1: Um, yeah, she's the best looking first lady we've ever had. Right. So I'm not even sure what the fuck he was talking about. Um,
0: but, and mm-hmm. and, I, and honestly, <clears throat> a, lot of, a lot of that is... Honestly, it's racial. You know, people might not want to talk about this, but if she was an older white lady, would you turn around and say, well, you know what? Barbara Bush needs to lose a few pounds, guys. Fuck no. You yeah. would not say that bullshit.
1: Yeah, I saw something the other day that was like, teens are revolting against uh, Michelle Obama's diet restrictions or something like that because she's taking all the junk food out of snack machines. Yeah, man, um, this is her platform, and I don't know why people are mad at her for it.
0: Yeah, you can pack your own lunches and bring your own lunches. And a lot of people that are complaining probably pack their own lunches and bring their own lunches anyway. Um, Because the thing is, like, it's a problem. Childhood obesity is an issue.
1: I just don't get why people are mad that she's trying to do something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? She's trying to do something. Everybody agrees we have this issue, but Mm -hmm. nobody wants to do anything about it. She's Mm -hmm. trying to do something. You know, if you don't want to deal with it, don't deal with it. Like you said, bring your lunch. But she's trying to help.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The fuck is wrong with people?
0: They're dumb, and it's an Obama. Mm-hmm. All
1: right, let's get to our other games. We still have other stuff to do. Um, K you gotta sing the songs because I can't sing today. Um, I will count you down.
0: Okay. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We just fucking with those black people. We just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with, fucking with
1: black people. people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. We read articles. We rate them from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with. Today's contest. Today's contest is everybody again. All right. <laughs> Karen, uh from, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Zero to 15 1 to 15. Let's do 2. 2. Uh, white on white crime is on the rise. So where's the outrage? By Faith Walker.
0: <laughs>
1: Can anyone shed light on the media's fixation with so called black on black homicide? You wouldn't know about listening to the mainstream media, but black-on-black homicide has actually dropped from a high of 94% in the 1990s to 91.3% in 2012. This may not seem significant until you realize that white-on-white homicide has risen during the same period. In addition, if you listen to the likes of Fox News, blacks are not only murdering each other, but they are killing off the white race in their spare time. Right. However, statistics clearly show that while blacks may be murdering each other, whites are engaged in the same behavior. Mm -hmm. James S. Roberts reported the response to the Zimmerman trial used FBI data to prove this fact. In his article, White on Black Murder, Who Really Is Killing Whom? He states the following, according to the most recent 2011 FBI statistics, 2,695 murders in which the victim was black 91% were committed by people of the same race. Odds are if the victim was wearing a hoodie, the perp was too. The pattern of the interracial violence holds for whites. Eighty-three percent of white murders in 2011 were were within race killings, and only 14 percent were black on white. These data these data tell us that murder in America is decidedly not a matter of racial her- her- hatred. This misrepresentation about crime only bleeds more unfounded fear of Black America whites are more likely to respond with fear to blacks and respond with force even when they are in no immediate danger themselves The recent shooting of Jonathan Farrell and Renisha McBride show the dangers of being black while seeking help in both cases they were killed by frightened whites there are intellectuals who are attempting to wake white America up such as Tim Wise who points out his fellow white Americans that they are more in danger of being killed by another white person than a black person he delves specifically into this issue on an article called nazis can't do math reflections of racial racism crime and illiteracy of white wing statistical analysis um in 2010 for instance whites killed 3,252 times which is 4.6 times more than the number of whites killed by blacks so whites killed more whites than blacks obviously mm-hmm. um why is there no general generalized fear of white people then why I assume that black-on-white murder, which occurs about one-fifth as often, somehow portends to such some larger social trend, while white-on-white murder is merely random, individual, and signifies nothing more important societally at all. Why? Because races are racist, that's why. Right. Wise statements are greeted by disbelief from its counterparts. Instead of embracing the irrefutable truth, they try and disprove the facts. They use smoke and mirror math to disprove his statements. When their math is questioned, they claim that white simply hates his own race. Why else? They even question would he post such things. They will not accept the truth of his statements, which is that whites are killing whites on record, in record numbers. At one point in 2012, white on white homicide was recorded at 88%. Black on black remains stated at 91. Each of these percentages is unacceptable. It should be a call to action, but it's not. So yeah, I, I I mean it's funny to me because black like, people only bring up black on black crime to tell black people why it's not important that a police officer kill a black person, a white person kill a black person, uh, some something wasn't viewed as a crime. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they don't care about black on black crime. They mm-hmm. just they just care about you shutting the fuck up. Right. Uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, that's zero. I'm not fucked with. Me too. I give it a zero, too. Um, but, yeah, white on white crime. Uh, give me another from zero to
0: 14. Uh, let me see. Let's do 14.
1: 14. All right. Um, oh, wait. That's the wrong number. All right. Four Catholic high school students were expelled at the Confederate flag, flag uh, blackface incidents. <coughs> Four Catholic high school students in Long Island have been expelled after two senior boys brought a Confederate flag to a school event and two sophomore girls posted a blackface photo on social media. The two events were separate. Um, So it was just a racist high school. Right. The boys allegedly brought the flag to a school gathering on April 9th. Teachers immediately took it away and the students were suspended. Two days later on Friday, the girls posted a photo of one of them in blackface along with racist language. In a letter to parents on Friday about the flag incident, Cregan said the use of the symbol designed to revive past injustices or to inflame discrimination of racial intolerance is completely unacceptable and profoundly offensive. St. Anthony's will always demand acceptance and respect for all races, religions, and cultures, he wrote. Zero to a hundred, Karen. Um, for
0: them kids, I give it a hundred.
1: All right, I give it a fifty. Why? Um, I don't feel that fucked with for some reason. I don't know. I think because 'cause I've known about that story for much. The older stories I've known.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, I don't know. All right, uh let's go into uh I'll do one more. I'll pick I'll pick this one myself. This is just funny. Okay. Uh Kiki Palmer who we talked about uh last week I believe. She was uh she got picked to be Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Then um, after the Ferguson stuff popped off, she went on Twitter talking about some being above, um, you know, being upset about Ferguson and shit. Now, black people need to understand that, uh, you know, we could be anything we want to be just need to not concentrate on stuff like this. Mm-hmm. She went her ass out to Ferguson. I know that didn't go well. Uh, um, I don't know. Why wouldn't it go well?
0: Mm-hmm. You can't say that shit and go out there and um, among uh, black folks and be like, you know what, y'all race don't matter. My color, my skin does not matter. And they look at you like, bitch, what? As like they did Don Lemon.
1: As she prepares for her historical role as the first African American to play Cinderella on Broadway, beginning of September ninth, Kiki Palmer also expressed her thoughts on outrage stemming from the killing of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. Uh, she's 21 years old. She took to Twitter and Instagram, posting a string of comments urging for unity and nonviolence during the outbreaks of national protests for Brown. And though Par- Palmer's inspirational messages were intended to uplift her followers, some slammed her thoughts as naive. Being naive is never anything to be ashamed of because I believe me being naive is what has allowed me to do all the things that I can. Because if I believe in and quote, what's realistic, then I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. Palmer admitted Thursday during an interview with the Huffington Post, "I simply wouldn't be Cinderella on Broadway if I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have just Kiki. I wouldn't have done any of the things that I've done. So I think that's a play on people's ideas of what they can't do and what they believe is possible. And for me, I believe everything is possible, and that's the way I was raised. And from what I've been able to do, I've seen that to be true. With your that your reality is what you make it." The the star also shared her thoughts on she Michael wrote Brown. wrote that, Disney? All right. Um, the Michael Brown incident and why she chose to speak up. As far as what's going on with Mike Brown, I spoke up on that because unproductive outrage has never gotten us anywhere. Even with MLK and everything that he did for black people, all he spoke about was unity. Because throwing hate and being angry and violence, eh, that doesn't give us peace and equality. That's like having sex in order to get your virginity, it's just the complete opposite thing to do.
0: And my thing is this, um, I do I do understand her, because she's 21, so I understand her, you know, you can be anything, you know, I could do this, I could do that, yes, but there is a reality to a lot of shit that a lot of people have to deal with every day, and people that act like, back in the day with Martin Luther King. There weren't people marching with him that was pissed. There wasn't people marching with him that were angry. There wasn't people marching with him that were outraged. You know? Well, he
1: was pissed and angry. Not everything right. he said. People just have really gotten everything he said boiled down to the I have a dream speech. Just the part that they know and that's it.
0: Right. And, and, and people fail to realize him marching and protesting, him doing all these things he did, it stemmed from anger. It stemmed from anger. It stemmed from injustice. It stemmed from anger. It stem from not being looked at as equal. And he took that anger and he, and he, Made it into other things, and it's just one of those things where people disregard this. Just like when people go, "He was non-violent." It's one of those things. He got his ass beat, so there was no non-violence here. He might not have fought back. It's it's like non-violence is you not fighting back, you know. But you getting your ass beat, and you getting dog sicked on you, and water hoses put your way. That there is some violence in there. So this is one of those things where the things. But if people act like he had, a, it, 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 everywhere he went, it was this non-violence they act. Like everywhere he went, he wasn't spit upon and shit thrown at him and treated bad and it's one of those things like when you say these things you, you, you're you kind of telling these people that their anger is not justified you're telling them that the way they feel is not right you're telling them that they have no right to be angry and that's not true and she's saying this from, from, from a place of somebody that may not have had experienced these things but it does not mean it's not reality to somebody else just because you personally have not experienced this and your experience as a black person in America does not represent everybody's experience as a black person in America
1: I just think it's kind of simple. She's pretty. She's young. And she is naive. And um, she definitely is getting that check. Um, I think it's funny that she understands how big a deal it is for her to be the first black Cinderella. Mm -hmm. But not understand that it's a big deal what's going on in Ferguson. And it's always these people who do the, hey, hey, guys, we're all just one race. We need to understand that it's just a made-up construct and we need to get along and be about peace and having one message. They're always talking to the victims. Right. And the victims are not the people who need to know this. Right. The people who are victimized by systematic oppression and racism, that's our point, is that we're not different than you, on a level where we should have less rights. Right. And then you come along talking about, yeah, guys, why are you guys harping on your differences? Because those are the things that we are being oppressed about. Mm -hmm. We're not being oppressed. Like, it's not like police walk up and go, I'm not going to arrest you unless you harp on our differences. You know what I mean? Like the differences are already there. Why are you preaching to the fucking choir? Okay, you're not enlightened. You're not special. You're not some different type of Negro. Mm -mm. You're just the same. Like you're you're just using the same type of rhetoric that normally dismisses uh, the ideas, opinions, and plight of oppressed people. Right. By doing this, and I'm not. And I'm in no way am I saying that black people can't achieve or you shouldn't have dreams mm-hmm. of course of course yes,
0: you can do and be whatever you want to be But you're honey. not
1: like who are you really talking to
2: mm-hmm. are you
1: talking to us are you using us as a prop so other people can hear you and go kiki's one of the good ones because you're not saying anything that we don't know Mm-mm. that's the only problem i have with these type of statements is you're not saying anything that we don't know Telling us not to see color and telling us to believe in anything and uh, that doesn't help. It doesn't help anybody. No one's sitting around going, yeah, man, I can't do this because I'm black. We're going, why won't they let me do that just because I'm black?
0: There's a fucking Mm. difference. Big difference. You know? Big difference.
1: Why can't I, you know, uh, have the same expectations of, you know, right to a due process rather than the instant death penalty? That is becoming so fucking common uh, with us and the police these days. Um, so she says, I don't have all the answers. There are no quick fixes for things like this. But uniting and coming together on one clear message and trying to get that message across is much better than all than us all everywhere fighting against one another and coming from all different sides. That's never going to get us anywhere. After defending her thoughts about against the hailstorm of criticism, Palmer also encouraged her followers on Instagram to take it to the streets and off Twitter. This is the new thing that everybody's doing. Um I saw Donald Glover do it. I saw uh my man B. O. B do it. Um, she's doing it. Um, how disconnected from uh black Twitter could you possibly be? Mm-hmm. I didn't even follow this shit closely, and I could not see the national moment of silence that uh Feminist Jones started, and so many people caught on. I could not see it. People were in other countries mm-hmm. doing national moment of silence. If that ain't off Twitter, then what the fuck is? Right. You don't have a problem using Twitter to promote your stank-ass concerts.
0: Come on, now. You don't have a
1: problem promoting Twitter to get your people to buy your album. You don't have a problem promoting Twitter when you go public appearances Twitter's okay for that. But when somebody says, hey, let's use it progress productively. You know, I've seen people fly to Ferguson, mm-hmm. funded by people from Twitter. Right. To get there and recover. Uh, Elon James White, and crew.
0: Right, and I, I've seen people actually donate and give money to people that are on the ground that are buying supplies, buying gas masks, yeah. buying buying um, uh, kits to help people on the ground, buying foods. There are people down there that actually have turned their homes into places where people can get snacks and food and water and take care of these people. Yeah, and get, it was done off the social media.
1: Get out of your ebony towers and come down to the with the rest of the people, man. Like. She finally went to Ferguson. But I guarantee it's because she fucking talked herself into it with all this. Take it to the streets. And then somebody was like, why don't you take it to the streets? Oh, I'll be out there too then. Because then you can see what people are doing.
0: Right.
1: Stop just talking out your ass, man. I get it. She's young. Like, that is one thing that people are going to have to get used to as we grow up. Uh, Donald Donald Glover's young. B.o.b is young. We're going to have to get used to the young black celebrity. And their naivete. We're going to have to get used to it. Yeah. They, they've they kind of been raised in a different way. Mm-hmm. They've been told that certain things, like their parents neglect to tell them certain things, or they have certain experiences that are a little different. Right. And a lot of them aren't going to come around or see things racially um, uh, because they going to have blind spots to it because their experiences are different, you know? Right. And- so we're going to have to get used to statements where something tragic happens like Trayvon Martin dies and uh you know someone's gonna go on Twitter and be like it's not a big deal or everybody needs to stop concentrating on race or and, and we're gonna be like wow that guy just doesn't get it
0: true true and and it's a plus or minus to that it it is a good thing to have a child and say you can do anything you want to the world's the limits like that is Great. And a lot of black people teach their children that. But they also say, I'm teaching you this, but also know that people will look at you differently. Even though you could, yeah, you could do anything you want to, but don't allow the color of your skin to stop you from accomplishing these things. And when you have parents that do not teach their children that the color of their skin does make a difference and how they're viewed not how you view yourself but how they're viewed outside of the household um and then they go outside of the household and as they go and live life they start experiencing these things and for some of those people it takes them a while to go hey you're 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 saying such such because i'm black or like they come to the conclusion on their own and that's how you have the people you know in their early twenties and sometimes thirties going race, my color, my skin does matter. The fuck it. Yes, it does. It it always has, but you've been in this bubble and you've been protected from a lot of the reality of it because you have to think she's pretty. She's worked in television. Like, so a lot of her experience, like you said, is very, very different than a lot of other people. And that's how you can make these statements because you have a, you literally have a disconnect from a lot of things. Well, also, I don't
1: like the framing of this shit because they walk around like they invented something like she's going to Ferguson. Like I'm going to go down there and see how we can unite with one another. That's what the fuck everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. You're not like, you're not special.
2: Mm -mm.
1: Like you can go down there and see how you can help. That's what you really need to be saying. But this idea that, you know, everybody was, fighting amongst each other, and then you show up? No. You know what I mean? When it was the cops pointing guns at people, who the fuck are you to tell the people getting guns pointed at them that they're the ones who somehow got it fucked up? Like, that's basically what what happens here. Now, I will admit, on Twitter, everything's hyperbolic. It's an echo chamber. There's Mm -hmm. a lot. Like, if you say anything, there's no time. There's no patience for people to flesh things out. Everything needs to be analyzed 100% right away, on point, all the time. So floating through your thinking process is always probably a bad idea on Twitter if you're a celebrity. Mm -hmm. But even with that, you had time to think about it. You went and did this interview on Huffington Post, and you still came out of here with saying stuff like, um, I'm very excited to see what can be done, if I can really get involved, and how we can unite one another that's what i always believe is the way to go uniting us all not just black people but everybody that's coming to talk the same message it's unfortunate when things like this happen but hopefully it can wake somebody some people's wake people's eyes up and let them know we need to unite as a people these are things people are already doing
0: yeah
1: black black people aren't the only ones on the ground
0: no they're not
1: black people aren't the only ones talking about it no they're not um you know it's amazing um no one person can do anything, so going further into, into my statement and taking it to the streets if you feel strongly organized things that can best execute your message, that's what I meant by it. Being angry and outraged freezes train of thought. Uh, we all have to take a breath outside of our pain and figure out a way to be heard. Everybody, anybody can make a difference if they try. So I feel like she did that speech in character as Cinderella.
0: Right. it basically sounded like a Disney speech I mean literally it sounded like a Disney speech you know it's oh your anger if you take that anger and don't be angry no more everything will just be alright let me wave my magic wand and blow this fairy dust across you and everything will be alright people will look at you as an equal it yeah, don't she, work like that
1: truth is she just got her edges snatched on Twitter and ran her ass uh, to someone to explain right a uh, hundred a hundred for me mm. All right, Karen. Ready? Do this one. This one starts fast. Okay. In three,
0: two. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time.
1: But that's right, guys. It's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And they're racist. All right. Here's our first one. Um, let's go with uh, here's one. Uh, Arizona high school teacher was removed from class. Uh, after she got cited for public intoxication Wednesday. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. She was drunk at work, y'all.
0: School just not getting started.
1: Mm-hmm. She took him to school, all right. Um, Let me see if I can play this for you.
2: Also tonight, a Valley teacher in Trumbull accused of teaching class while under the influence. Yeah, students thought something was wrong when she was stumbling, yelling at them. And a look at her background reveals this is not the first accusation of this kind. Yeah, the woman involved teaches math at Poston Butte High School. That's in Santan Valley. Tanya Mendes has more. Students here at Poston Butte High School tell me they were shocked yesterday morning. Their own teacher in classroom stumbling, slurring, and very obviously drunk. And finally, it was students who spoke up and reported her.
3: She's nice. She, like,
0: hangs out candy and stuff.
2: Apparently, Kathleen Jardine also brings booze to school. Poston Butte's SRO finding a mini bottle of wine, a half-empty bottle of vodka, and some Sunny D in her classroom.
1: She was stumbling. She walked. Like She's making screwdrivers? She doing something, though. OJ and vodka? Damn. Yes, yeah, it like 2 plus 2
0: equals 6, y'all. Us. She honestly did not know what she was doing. She seemed lost at times, too.
2: Other students told the SRO, when confronted, Hardine allegedly admitted she'd been drinking at school, before school, and the night before, telling police she took <laughs> a cab because she knew she was drunk. Police say the real reason, much worse. The day prior, she was arrested for extreme DUI driving her car through a school zone in in the town of Gilbert, and they arrested her there. Uh, They impounded her vehicle. Jardine arrested for super-extreme DUI on a Tuesday. Super-extreme! Accused of getting drunk at school on Wednesday. I think it'd be better if, I, if we get a new teacher. That's what they did in New Mexico when Jardine was accused of the same thing three years ago, showing up at a school there <gasps> drunk. So we asked the district what kind of background checks they're doing. It is extremely difficult to get hired in the Florence Unified School District. I mean when you look at it you're having to go through an entire background from the FBI. Then you're gonna have to get
3: certified by the state.
2: They also require teachers to self-report any arrests.
3: It's. It's a it report.
2: Gets. We found Jardine's history in a simple Google search. Right. Look for better teachers, look more into their record. Jardine is now on administrative leave, but you don't have to be a math teacher to figure out. This is probably gonna add up to jail time. The school district has a zero tolerance policy about alcohol or drugs on campus. So we asked them, is Jardine still gonna have a job here at the school? They said it's a case by case decision. Reporting at Post Butte High School, Tanya Mendes, 3TV News.
0: Zero totems for the students, basically.
1: Mm hmm. Let's check the chat room and see what race they believe it to be. She's done this repeatedly, white. A black person would have gone for the purple drink, white. Aww. <laughs> Sunday Delight, strangers with candies, white. <laughs> that was my show, Michael T. Aww. Uh, six vodkas and one Sunday D, the square root of designated driver, white. Aww. Drew Brees, aunt woo girls gone wild white, white, mimosa making pink toe. Oh. Nice white lady that needs a drink to face them badass kids. Math teacher, white, plus black teacher would still be in jail. Yes, I'm in the chat. Okay, Jeremy. All right. Um. Probably going to keep her job white and white. The correct answer is white. She was a white lady. everybody got that one good job everybody um yeah i gotta put a picture in here Oh, she
0: looks rough
1: yeah uh and
0: we got this extensive background check but it's self-reporting well then you're not doing a fucking background check
1: yeah why didn't you just tell us you uh did a crime criminal right obviously you can be trusted uh just uh, I put a picture in there. Yeah,
0: she should have never been hired for that
1: she look job. Like, uh, she looked like I'm. I need a drink. That's how she looks in that picture. I just need a fucking drink. Little badass chaps. All right, uh, next one. Let's uh, go with. Um, here's one. <clears throat> a Tampa man. Oh, Florida. Of course, Florida has been arrested for causing the death of his girlfriend's one-year-old boy. Oh, Tampa police officers arrested Austin Hamilton, 24, whose address is at large, uh, well, I guess that means he's homeless, for first-degree murder. Around 11 a.m. Saturday, Hamilton's girlfriend left the one-year-old boy and his six-year-old brother with Hamilton in a room at a Motel 6. Well, that's where everything goes down.
0: Ooh, no, this, mm. this she went a little work. bit
1: more. Then she went to work. Later on that night, Hamilton called nine one one for help when the one year old boy, Sincere Williams, whose address was listed the same as Motel Six, started having trouble breathing. And they lived in the Motel Six. Mm-hmm. Around eight twenty two p.m., Tampa police officers and paramedics arrived at the hotel and found the victim unrespons- unresponsive on a bed inside the room. The child was taken to the hospital, where he later died. During the initial investigation at the scene, the suspect claimed that he did not hit or push the victim in any way, uh, and the victim was not involved in any accidents that would have caused a death. Sunday, Tampa Bay uh, Police Department, um, or Tampa Police Department, detectives received a medical examiner's office report, which Tyler died as a result of blunt force trauma to the lower abdomen. So he punched it in the stomach or something. The police uh, report said they ruled the death of homicide. They located the suspect and interviewed him again about the, about the details surrounding the child's death. He changed his story and stated that he was changing the victim's diaper. The child urinated on him inside the motel room. He lost control, hit the victim several times, <gasps> all over mm-hmm, all over his body with a leather belt. A one-year-old, guys. He went, on, he went on to state that while he was disciplining the child, he tried to pick the victim up, but the child failed to hit his head.
0: I don't believe that bullshit. And you know what? What little boys do, they fucking piss on you. They're a child. Air hit that penis, anything, you going to get peed on. I'm sorry. That's what children do.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's taken into custody without incident. He's not the biological father of the victim or the six-year-old boy who was also left in his care. The six-year-old was not in, in, injured in the incident. The Investigation is still going on, uh, but yeah, uh, killed a one year old, uh, for peeing on them something that is a something that they can't control, you right. know. Right, um, we're well, gonna whoop the child into respecting you and not peeing at one, right? Don't you understand what respect is? It's a concept at one, uh, little boy provoked him, Stephen Smith Black, uh, Stephen A. Smith Black, oh. Jimmy Graham. One who can't understand why the Negroes are so mad. He should have followed in his first instinct to run out on the kid, black. Big Sean, milf, anthem, but he's white. Are you crying? I give you something to cry about, black. Meth fuel, rage, white. Of course he's not the biological dad, black, white. Child name, sincere. The guy's shirt must forever smell like fried chicken in Newport's. Hotel, motel, holiday inn. If it was an evil crime, then it must be a white man, says Black Rob. Aww. And black. The correct answer is, everybody was divided on this, but it's black.
0: <laughs> and, of
1: course, uh, some people some got people it,
0: wrong. it. Man,
1: what an evil-ass crime to do.
0: Right to an infant,
1: to a baby, you peed on me. I lost control, so it's still your fault somehow. And you as know, a baby,
0: you know what? I know I'm not mature because uh, my mom was uh, changing one of her uh, nephew's um, diapers, and um, yeah, the baby peed on her, and I had to turn away and walk away because I busted. I laughed because I thought that was the funniest shit ever. Looked like a little tiny water fountain. Hmm. So this is why we don't have kids, y'all.
1: Uh, here is um, the second. Word. We gotta go to the double bonus round, Karen. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Double the points and the race.
2: Double, double the, the, points
0: the points and, the and race.
1: The That's why right, it's the bonus round. against the race where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. So far. Everybody's all over the place, Uh, but we're going to go ahead and double everything up and see who comes out the winner. Here we go. All right. Let's go for this one. Uh Police. A woman had sex with dogs and tried to poison the witnesses. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to have sex with a dog, Karen. But you don't want people to know about it. That's sick.
0: Apparently not
1: Might talk to people Might tell people Not everybody's good At keeping a secret When it comes to Fucking these pets No
0: they're not Apparently
1: You know And then You know Having sex with an animal Is one of those things Where You fuck one animal Now you gotta deal With this shit For the rest of your life
0: Yeah and in some states You I guess She went in a state Where you can do
2: that deputies are investigating a bizarre and very disturbing case in Albuquerque. A woman is in jail tonight accused of having sex with two dogs and poisoning her roommates. One of those roommates who owns the dogs spoke with KOAT Action 7 News reporter Matt Howerton. She says the whole thing is almost too much to comprehend.
3: Okay, he says you. It's hard not to like Spike and Jake. The two dogs are like family to their owner, Beverly Bradley. So when you hear that she caught her roommate, Sherry Walters, having sex with one of the dogs, you can imagine how angry she was. There was no words. I was in total shock. Court documents say Walters admitted to the disturbing act and said she'd done it many times before. Walters was dating Bradley's oh. brother, who also lives at the home, until he ended it when Walters revealed her disturbing actions. And he said I could be with somebody like that. And did you think the story couldn't get any stranger the day after Beverly says she found Walters having sex with with her dogs court documents say she put rubbing alcohol in both her and her brother's water and put dish soap and toilet bowl cleaner in their food her exact oh. words were she would stop trying to kill you if Jeffrey would be with her. Yes, that's psycho to me, Uh, I don't understand it. Walters now faces charges of animal cruelty, aggravated battery and assault. Both of the dogs suffered minor injuries. Bradley says it'll be tough to forgive Walters, but hopes she gets the help she needs. I hope she gets better, I really do. I want her to have that help. In Albuquerque, Matt Howerton, KOAT, Action 7 News. The two roommates
2: who were poisoned are being treated by a doctor. Walters is in jail on a $15,000 bond tonight. A police officer.
1: You had dog sloppy seconds, dog.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, yeah your dog hit it first. Your dog is Ray J in this case. Ugh. And then to say, uh, look, if you try to be with me, then we'll, I'll stop trying to kill you. That seems like the beginning of Snapped. Right. Uh, for some reason, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's check the chat room see what they believe. Dog fucker that knows about poisons, duh, white. One who tapes herself flicking the bean in the church of cheese, pink, taco, pink toe. Paid up pornographer, cockazoid, K- Becky. Well, that explains the wet dog smell, white. Okay. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Uh, she thought it was Sam Merlot. Her lawyer says, "Sorry, white people, this has Caucasian written all over it." Fifteen k bond for attempted murder, white. Her favorite position was doggy style, white. She devil cheated on her man with the fine, irresistible spaniel, white. She put the cock in cocker spaniel. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it put the cock in her spaniel. Uh, right? Something plain white, white. Well that is uh let's see, member of uh, Peter C uh Peter, people for F, P member of P people for the ethical treatment of animals and Oh. Sarah McLaughlin White. Ha, uh the correct answer yes. is she was a white woman. Everybody, mm-hmm. she was white. Yeah, uh that's a damn shame, bro. Uh, and I feel bad for the dude, because, like, if you're dating a woman that looks like this, you know she fucks animals. How dare you pretend to be surprised, okay? Ooh, look at how she looks. She look like, yes, I was fucking the dog. So what? That's what her face says to me. <laughs> it sure does. I'm like, come on. All right, man. Uh We can't get out of here without talking about the last thing, which is, as always, sore of wretchedness. It's happening. We got to deal with it. A mm-hmm. uh, man with a medieval type sword was shot by the police. Um, Good. Okay. Ah, good. Cause all I got to say. Georgia authorities said a police officer shot a man who used a large medieval type of sword swiping the traffic. Uh, they got a car Wednesday. The guy was walking down the street swiping the cars. And they shot him. Good. Uh, a man who pulled a kid's swords on two children um, and a shotgun was convicted Friday on four charges. Jonathan Raven, 47. uh thought he was a crow. Uh, uh, entered Alfred, entered Alfred pleas to abduction, felony child abuse, and two charges of brandishing a firearm in connection with the October incident. And Alvaro Plea acknowledges there is enough evidence for a conviction, but does not admit guilt. Wow, They let him do that? Oh, no, I acknowledge that you could convict me, but I'm not guilty. Oh. Augusta County authorities arrested Raven at their drinking binge at Scotto's restaurant in both Waynesboro and Stewart's D- Draft, which was followed by him holding his children at bay for several hours inside of Stewart's Draft apartment. Making his teenage daughter drive to the restaurants on October 30th, a drunken Raven returned home with his daughter and 17-year-old son, but not before becoming overly paranoid and crouching while mimicking carrying a rifle, according to Robin Boylan, uh, who's a Augusta County assistant prosecutor. Once inside the apartment, Raven briefly passed out before regaining consciousness. His children called a friend over to the residence, according to an earlier report, And after the woman arrived, Raven armed himself with a shotgun. After Raven seemingly calmed down about 3 a.m., the woman left. However, mm
0: three a.m.
1: Raven emerged from the bedroom with a long sword and threatened to cut off anyone's head if they ever brought a third party into a family situation again. Ah. Boylan also said Raven made his children beg for their lives while holding the sword on them. Raven finally went to bed. The next morning, the children notified their mother, Raven's ex-wife, about the incident after they were followed out of the apartment in, August, in Augusta County Circuit Court on Friday, Raven was using a wheelchair after reportedly injuring his ankle. Declined to make a statement to the court. As part of the plea agreement, Raven was sentenced to serve 16 months behind bars and will be credited with time served. He has he has he was also placed on 10 years probation. Oh man, on his own family. Don't ever bring anybody in the family drama unless it's a sword. That's, that's the logic that these sword owners will have you believe, guys. Right. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, hopefully my voice will be uh, another step up in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow, guys. Until then, make sure you guys go to Ad- uh, Adam and Eve and use code TBGWT. Make sure you guys go get the best of Rod and Karen on iTunes. We appreciate everybody that supports the show in those ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until tomorrow, I love you. I love
2: you too, baby. Mwah.